Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Be Heard Women Empowering Women. And today I'm very excited because we have a return guest, Dr. Jean Rite. Do you use uh, Jean Marie as your first name? No, I just use Jean. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Um, anyway, she has been here before and she is author of a blog and a lifestyle blogger. And she also has wonderful skin cream and other skincare products. And to, well, I'll let you talk a little bit. Introduce yourself, Jane, who you are. And then we'll talk about the slugging. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I am the founder of Figgy Life and Figgy Beauty. And Figgy Beauty is a skincare line for specifically made for dry and sensitive skin. And we use a truly and uniquely South African ingredient, a green rooibos extract, which has a lot of scientific proof behind it for its calming and soothing properties and for its antioxidant properties. Um, and the line is really a minimalist luxury approach to bring your skin back to a good space. Because when you have sensitive skin, you need to go back to the basics and reset and get into a good space before you add anything else. Right, right. And I have um, some problems. I have uh, irritated skin a lot of times and uh, ex eczema, not eczema, rosacea. That's the word that's different, rosacea. And people don't think I have rosacea, but I do. And sometimes it's a little flare. It's not there all the time. But your product, I think, has already improved my skin. So oh, that's wonderful to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yes, ladies. First, I got she has a sample box, which is awesome. Um, it costs eight dollars, which includes the shipping, and you get I'm trying to think, do we get six packets? How many packets? Yeah. Yes. Eight. 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 Yes. There's cleansing and then there's night cream and then the day cream. So I was able to use it to make sure, you know, I was able to use it and I was, and then I got the full size. So today I want to talk about this trend because there's a lot of controversy around it and it's called slugging. So Jean, what is slugging? So slugging is really just kind of an it word for making sure that the moisture stays in your skin. Mm -hmm. So the problem with dry skin is that there, there's a difference between dry and dehydrated skin. If your skin is dehydrated, you're lacking water. If your skin is dry, you're lacking oil. And many times with dry and sensitive skin, your skin is both. You're in need of water and you're in need of oil. But the natural process of life and our everyday activities is such that your skin is always losing water. And we want to try and maintain that beautiful oils and moisture inside our skin um, so that our skin barrier is protected, that our skin is replenished. And this is what a good moisturizer is supposed to do. The moisturizer is supposed to create a seal across your skin to prevent any moisture or water from evaporating. And we call that transepidermal water loss. Okay. Now, what happens with dry skin, especially in the winter, maybe when seasons change, you will notice sometimes that your skin is drier or more dehydrated. It's more sensitive, maybe it's more itchy, burning, flaking, and then slugging can really help you because 
what it does is it takes all of that beauty of your moisturizer and it really seals it in overnight. And what you use as the slugging method is Vaseline. Or if you're not comfortable with Vaseline, you can use Aquaphor or CeraVe healing ointment. And the reason why you use that is because it's so occlusive, which means it forms such a thick seal, literally nothing can evaporate. So it locks oh. in that goodness of your moisturizer all night long. Wow. <laughs> and then so the next morning you wash I it I started doing the slugging. Um, I think I did it every night for a week. And then I started doing it every other night. And then I stopped because I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask you. So you already told us the benefits of slugging and that it is actually good for your skin. Now, my friend, Jennifer, she is very organic. Her life is organic and she's, you know, a vegetarian and she doesn't like to use any chemicals and she loves you. Like she saw the first podcast and she looked you up. And, oh, thank you. Yeah, but she said, oh, I read this about petroleum jelly, and that's what Vaseline is, and won't it get into your skin, and then your bloodstream, and then your liver? That's what she, she's afraid of. So how do you answer her? Well, before I answer that, I think I should just very importantly say that, yes, slugging is good for you, but there are some things that you need to just use caution with. I mean... Never, ever, ever slug over a retinol that was or active acne. Okay, okay. So we're going to get there. I just don't we'll want it to seem that I didn't say that part. No, we will get there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Some so how I, would, how I would answer her is, first and foremost, the most important thing to me and to my brand is that skincare is personal. It's your choice what you put in your body and what you put on your skin. So it doesn't really matter... Um, what the conversation is, you are the person using it. I just always feel that with all of these really confusing concepts we see on social media, I personally like to be able to understand all of the facts so I can make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. And that is the only thing I'm trying to do. So in terms of petroleum jelly, one can actually argue there's almost nothing more natural than it. Unfortunately, it just has the most horrible name. I don't know who chose this name. I, I mean, it's like bottling water and calling it cholera. Like, yeah. why would you do that? So yeah. it has a super big disadvantage from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Then second of all, yes, it is true. It It does come from crude oil. But what people don't understand is it's not crude oil. It is a highly refined byproduct of crude oil. It needs to go through so many processes of filtration and getting rid of the particles and clarifying and clearing it to be able to be used as a cosmetic grade ingredient. And there are so many regulations that need to be met to make sure it is okay to use as a cosmetic grade ingredient. It's been used from the 1800s and it's proven to be the best occlusive on the market. And because of all of this controversy, the European Union on Cosmetics Regulations went even further and they said, okay, 
We don't see any evidence that it is a carcinogen, that it causes cancer, that it's bad for your health. There are no scientific studies to prove that, actually. Um, so to appease everybody, we're just going to say, if you do want to use this in your product, you have to prove where it comes from. You have to prove the refinement process. You have to prove that it is cosmetic grade. You have to prove that it is according to these standards. So the irony of this is there are so many insane regulations around this that many times do not even exist for natural ingredients. So you are so much safer in terms of the usage of this and how it's been proven and how it is regulated than a lot of natural ingredients that you can use because they just aren't as regulated as some of mm -hmm. these synthetic ingredients. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that if you still feel you'd rather not use it, there are other options. There are natural options. But then you have to also think about what is the environmental impact of that, if we can use something more synthetic. And um, there are synthetic alternatives. But the research shows us that the synthetic alternatives is 50% less effective than petroleum jelly or pet paraffin wax. And the natural alternatives is even less effective than that. So what about the idea that it gets into your bloodstream and then your liver and will harm your liver? Does it get so, into your bloodstream? No, not at all. So, and the, the fact so. is that there are so, there are almost no ingredients that you can topically apply that would get into your bloodstream. And the reason for that yeah. is that for an ingredient to penetrate that deep into your skin and into your body, it has to be tiny, 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 minuscule, minuscule, okay, to be able to penetrate that pore. And the molecules of petroleum jelly is just so yeah. big. It's you impossible. Would, it's, actually, it's literally like, yeah, yeah, like one of my favorite dermatologists put it in a good way. And she's just like, it's literally putting a chicken breast on your face and expecting it to penetrate your skin. <laughs> it's The molecules are just so large yeah. and it's almost like you'd, you'd have to inject it with a needle into your skin to get it yeah but even then it hasn't been proven to do that there is there no scientific evidence to prove that that it is that harmful i mean the chemist that founded petroleum jelly ate it every day for his mm. entire life and he died at 96 oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know and there are studies that they've the, you know it's not supposed to be ingested but there are studies that that have tested this and there were no harmful effects so it's very frustrating sometimes because you know the beauty industry is this massive engine and it's what frustrates me a lot they forget that consumers are completely capable of making their own decisions when you present them with the facts. So things get so complicated and one influencer picks up on something and it spreads over the internet and there's yes. this big misconception. Yes. You know, like a, a really good example that I, that I try to use is drinking water. Mm -hmm. Drinking water is the source of life and hydration. Just because your drinking water comes from groundwater, standstill lakes, filled with viruses, organisms, bacteria, things that can kill you, 
doesn't mean that's what's in your glass. Right. It goes through such a huge process of sedimentation, filtration, um, even tap out water. all of the yeah, yes, like exactly. in Pennsylvania, we used to drink uh, tap water all the time because we were surrounded by mountains and lakes, and it was very good water. <laughs> we didn't yes. drink bottled water back then, you know. Yes, so you know, just. It's obviously it's not completely the same thing, but just to make the comparison yes. between mm -hmm. saying that petroleum jelly is crude oil you're putting on the face, it's right. almost like saying the water you're drinking is that kind of bacteria full. Right. right. <laughs> Let me underline some of the things, some of the myths that you just dispelled. So it isn't carcinogenic. No. And it isn't crude oil. And does it clog pores? They said, oh, it clogs pores. No. I and in any way, there is a lot more into clogging pores than just something that you apply on your skin. Um, you know, it's very technical. It's about It's got to do with your hair follicle and how your hair follicle is. What are your genes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and how does that upset your pore? So there are many different things that go into clogging pores, but Vaseline has never been proven to be comedogenic. Yes, I, I believe you. I do. <laughs> I do believe you. You're a doctor. Um, what was your doctor? Yeah, you no, I'm not doctor? a. I'm not a medical doctor. No, okay. that was my previous life. I am. Um, I have a PhD in international human rights, humanitarian, and criminal law. Okay. Did you did you ever study medicine? I did not. No. Oh, okay. I did my certificate in cosmetic chemistry. Oh, that's good. That's very good to know. <laughs> well, then you're an authority on this. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, the funny thing is, at the start of this, you know, I just said Vaseline, petroleum jelly, and you mentioned Aquaphor. And in my mind, Aquaphor is really just Vaseline with a fancy name. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think what people forget is two quick things. When you use Aquaphor, there's a greater chance of you having a reaction to that than Vaseline because it's got all sorts of other ingredients in it. It's got fragrance. It's got, you know, anything else that can upset you. Vaseline is just petroleum jelly. And Aquaphor's base is Vaseline. Exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, Vaseline... Um, I usually have in the house for one reason or another. Um, and what skin types do you think slugging is good for? Like mine, I would imagine rosacea, it would be good for, right? Yeah, I think it, it depends on, I mean, my first advice is always to talk to your dermatologist or mm -hmm. your esthetician that knows your skin everybody's skin is different everybody has different skin conditions you may be taking medications that are affecting your skin so it's really important to do that before you make any change in your skincare routine I take but if you have medications but um <laughs> i still don't think i don't think the vaseline will hurt me and i want you to take a very close look at my face can you see my skin pretty good yeah, it looks beautiful to me. <laughs> it's 75-year-old skin. That's beautiful. So, Gorgeous. I'm doing something right. Oh, of course. <laughs> but I bring that up because of genetics. Um, you know, I'm half 
Italian. So I think that has a little bit to do with it. It's like we have olive oil in our blood or something. Yeah. <laughs> good genes. But, um, I never smoked and, uh, I actually hardly wore any makeup until I got older. So that's some of the reasons. So ask your dermatologist if it's okay. That's very important. And what's the best way to try it? Do you want to just try it and see? Like On a small patch of your skin. Look, I would say if you have dry skin, if you have dehydrated skin, um, if your skin is sensitive, like what happens a lot of time with skin sensitivity is that you have a broken skin barrier. And when your skin barrier is broken, that's when you feel that redness, stinging, irritation, and slugging can help with that a lot. But then there are certain skin conditions where I would not recommend it. For example, if you are having an active cystic acne outbreak, don't slug over that. You yeah. know, if you're not into cleansing your face properly, really properly washing, don't slug over it because that's also that creates the misconception that it clogs your pores. Your skin is dirty and now you're sealing in that dirt overnight Right. And Vaseline to blame while it's not the proper cleansing of your face. So um, there are different, definitely situations where I would say be more cautious. Also, if you have milia, those are those white spots that you get underneath your eyes. Mm -hmm. It's not nobody knows why you get milia or how to treat it or how to make it go away or does Vaseline make it worse or it doesn't, but some patients feel it does. So maybe avoid it around your eye area if you are prone to milia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, active acne, milia, and don't do crazy things like you see on social media with all of these chemical exfoliants and then they put Vaseline over that and leave it for a night or retinol, your skin will burn. It, it will be very That's bad. <laughs> sure. I could see why it would. Um, so are there any other side effects of slugging? No. Just things like personal reactions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, everybody's skin is different. Yeah. So it's hard to say absolutely no, but uh -huh. there shouldn't be because Petroleum jelly is not an irritant. Many dermatologists recommend it for people with rosacea, eczema, dry skin, because it's such an amazing occlusive. Yeah. And it depends on the moisturizer you use. You know, whatever moisturizer is obviously going to be sealed in with the Vaseline overnight if okay, you're slugging. So, so now make sure you have my, a good option. My two personal <laughs> questions. All right. Okay. So before this... Um, before I started using your product. So an hour before I'm going to go to bed, I would put the hyaluronic acid on my face. A little dropper. It's a dropper. You don't put a lot, but I just put it in around here. And then an hour later, when I'm actually ready to go to sleep, I had been putting on a moisturizer, not your external moisturizer. But that had retinol in it. Okay. So now I have been using the hyaluronic acid the hour before, but now I'm using your night rescue cream and then the Vaseline. So am I doing it wrong? Which have to change. No. That's perfect. And then the evenings, my skin is too sensitive for retinol. I really, really struggle with that. So I cannot use retinol every day. I use it twice a week. 
And the evenings that I use retinol, I would never slug. Okay. But sitting with the Figgy Evening Rescue is perfect. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. And is it all right that I have the hyaluronic an hour before? Like it had yeah. time to already go in and do its job. And then I put on your rescue cream and then put the Vaseline on top of that. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, I would even recommend if you have sensitive skin and dry skin. Mm -hmm. um, I prefer to use a glycerin-based serum rather than hyaluronic acid because glycerin is just so many times much more effective than hyaluronic acid because it has a better... Um, the molecules are a lot smaller, so it does penetrate the pores and it's able to hold on to a lot more water than hyaluronic acid. Oh, that's good to know. That's a yeah. know. So let me ask you this. You have um, the day moisturizer and your night rescue cream that's also a moisturizer. And they both have rubbles in it, right? They both have yes. that ingredient. Okay. What makes the night rescue cream different from the day? What does it have in it that the day does not, if anything? <laughs> the night rescue cream is a lot more intensive. So it's got a lot more healing ingredients and a lot more deep moisturizing ingredients like your shea butter, your urea, um, jojoba oil. It really is for replenishing, renewing and restoring. The day cream is your extra little helper to your sun protection because it has a beautiful mix of antioxidants with the rooibos, the vitamin E, and the algae mm -hmm. extract. Mm -hmm. And antioxidants help your sunscreen be more effective. And it also has niacinamide, which works on your skin tone and can also help with the sun. So the day cream is very much geared towards prevention and yes. the night cream too. Okay. I have had uh, basal cell carcinoma three times on my face because I don't like to wear hats. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And I am light skinned and I live in Florida. So I had it on my face. I had it on my chin. I had it on my eyelid. And um, the eyelid one, I had to be put to sleep. And, you know, mm. that was because it was close to the eye and it was a very delicate operation. And fun, this is a funny story, really. You know, when you're ready to go into surgery, they come over and they say, oh, now I want to take your makeup off before you go in. And um, I said, honey, this is permanent makeup. She didn't. <laughs> she said, really? I said, yeah, the lips, the eyebrows, and the eyelids. <gasps> she said, you know what? I'm glad you told me that about the eyelid. I'll have to tell the doctor because this is where he's going to have to literally cut out skin. It was um, around right by the line. So after the surgery, he told me, that really helped me. It was like a guide when I was putting your eyelid back together. <laughs> so, but the best, I tell people that I had that surgery done, they cannot find it. Like they look, they yeah. cannot find it. That's how wonderful he is. The chin one is dying down a little bit it's right for a while but that's my point i need to absolutely have good spf you know mm -hmm. exposure on my skin because and and i did give in a little bit to the hats because i have a small head and every time i try to wear a hat i would disappear inside the patch like you wouldn't see me it'd be like 
<laughs> so that's why. So I started looking at children's hats. Hats for little girls. And I found a couple <laughs> that fit me. So <laughs> if I was going to the beach or a baseball game, I will wear one of them. <laughs> I thought that was so funny that I had to go. But, you know, you do what you have to do to protect yourself. The sun is very strong. And actually, they say it's even stronger that when you get down towards the south of the world, you know, which you also lived in South Africa at one time. Yes, I am South African. So yes, we are I would, used to being vigilant of the sun. That's <laughs> what I would think. Well, then, yeah, people come to visit here. And they don't believe me. And they come from Pennsylvania and they'll say to me, oh, I'm fine. I never get burned. I said, you're in Florida. You need to use sun lotion. They don't listen to me. They go out to the beach and they come home with an office sunburn. <laughs> like people don't believe you. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> probably go through that yourself. So yes. I learned um, a lot. I'm going to look into the glycerin. And that yeah, comes- Avino Avino makes a beautiful glycerin-based serum. That's the same it. Okay. Let me look. Avino in. Calm and Restore Serum. Oh, cool! I'm going to look into that. Yeah. So, besides, you must be so busy. I mean, you, <laughs> you have this company, you do the blog, and are you still a human rights consultant? Also, I only do passion products now. So my partner has taken over most of the dealings there. And one once or twice a year when I feel something really speaks to me, then I will still be involved. But honestly, I I just don't have enough hours in the day. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I figured that. I'm like, I know for me, but you know, I wrote the books. That was one thing because that was my own time schedule and whatever time during the day I would take to do that. But then the podcast thing, that got a little trickier, you know, because yeah. your schedule and your times have to be meet up with your guests, et cetera. And um, a terrible thing happened to me this week. Well, actually, last Monday. Anyway, I went on Facebook and uh, they told me I had to reset my password. And when I went to reset my password, um, it came up in Chinese, the page. Everything was Chinese. Yeah, I got hacked. And I had 4,000 followers. Oh, no. And I lost them because the only, I tried for days. Facebook does not have a support team. You have to email nope. them. So I finally just said, Marie, you're just going to start with a blank page, and maybe it'll turn out to be a good thing. And I started a new page. And it's frustrating because when I try to get my friends back, they'll let me do maybe five. And then they'll say, no, you can't do anymore because you're new. They won't. Oh, me. no, that's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so I sorry. Know, so I, I know. So my solution, though, seriously, my solution, I'm good at this. My, you know, my therapist did say that to me, that I'm a problem solver, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I right away said, okay, how am I, what am I going to do? I have sites that I don't use in social media that I really don't use that much. I'm just going to do everything there for now. You know, put more on Instagram, put more on, um, what is it, X now, mm-hmm. <laughs> threads, mm-hmm. Substack, 
Uh, are you on Substack? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, they have a lot. They do a lot for bloggers. That's basically what they do. But all these things that I wasn't using, I'm just, I'm going to use. And um, yeah, so when things throw you stuff in life, you just have to get yeah. up and start. Oh, you're, that's right. You're going to get my book. Yes, That'll be that's great. great. Because yeah. My book, Raised by Wolves, Trapped by Demons. I always say the wolves were my parents. <laughs> Demons were my men in my life. But that talks about that, the, the obstacles in life. And if you just keep going and you don't let people stop you. It took me a long time. I, I was 28 when I got an associate's degree and I was 40 when I got a bachelor's degree because my parents didn't believe in college. Yeah. And I had controlling men in my life until I was, it was really a struggle. But guess what? I have it now. I did it. You know, so this was this was a great session. Is there anything else we missed that you'd like to about the Vaseline or, or your products? No, I think you covered it all. Oh, uh, good, right? I think, yeah, I just want to say like one last time, I'm only here to provide information. Like it's still your choice. Like if you choose not to use it, that's good. Um, <laughs> but also maybe just remember that even if you don't want to use it, there's a 98% chance something you're using skincare wise does contain it yeah. because almost all skincare contains it. So, so then be extra careful and really go and check your label if you really don't want to. So let's tell them where your webpage is, et cetera, so they can learn more about that. Okay. Yeah. So I have quite a few um, blog posts about everything we spoke about that explains everything at mm -hmm. Figgy Life f-i-g-g-i-life.com mm -hmm. and you can find the products at figgy.eu and we currently have a sale on if you are new to join the newsletter or new to figgy then you get 15 percent off your purchase and you can also get the intro package of samples for eight dollars yes. that i'm telling people do that if nothing else do that and you'll be so impressed that you will be buying the full size Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Doctor. I'll call you Dr. Jean anyway, because you went through that work to be get a doctor. Thank you so much for coming. I enjoyed having you. I hope you enjoyed being here. Yes, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And I'm sure we'll see each other soon. Yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs>